The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. And now our feature presentation. You know how they say, say, when you die in your dreams, dreams... You die in real life, 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 Once you lived in a world of darkness. Once you lived in a world of fear. But now between the realms of the waking and the sleeping worlds are new night terrors. The new night terrors. An anthology of horror, suspense, and science fiction. Tonight's episode, Sleep, Perchance to Dream, written by Mark Brzee. Meet Jerry Gilfus. He is currently the mission specialist on board the Titan IX mission to Mars. There was a problem with one of the thrusters, not enough to put them in danger but enough so that repairs had to be made. But that's not the real reason Jerry is telling us his story. Let's just say, Jerry has had some very vivid dreams lately. Titan 9, Mission Control. We're still showing that booster is misfiring. We've decided that we need one of you to do an EVA to try to effect repairs. Great. That means me. It's my job to go out there and do repairs. Should have trained as a primary pilot, not just an engineer. Mission Control, this is Gillis. Roger that. Suiting up now for EVA. We'll advise when airlock is opened. Confirmed, Titan 9. Not to worry, Skipper. Most likely a meteorite hit us in the last shower and just knocked a fitting loose. I should be back on board in no time. Mission Control, Titan 9, beginning EVA. What the hell am I doing? I'm a teacher, not a mission specialist. Or was I? Okay, kids, get your class. Michael, stop that. He doesn't fit in the locker! Is this how it started? Sometimes I think it is. Or was it? As I see it, Jerry, you're simply having a series of very vivid nightmares. As you can see, everything is the same as it was on your last visit. But Dr. Feldman, I've told you, things are different. I can't simply put my finger on what exactly, but things are not right. But what, Jerry? What is different? Your office, for one. The last time I was here, it was paneled in dark wood. Today it's painted? Jerry, it's been painted the entire time you've been coming to see me. And your receptionist had red hair, not black. She probably dyed it. And what about the money, hmm? The money is supposed to be green on one side and black on the other, not blue all around. Jerry, you know the money in this country has always been blue. 
It's an unreproducible colour so that no one can counterfeit it. But the dreams, Dr. Feldman. The dreams. Ah, yes, I was meaning to address that this session. I have a prescription here. It's designed to allow a person to sleep for eight hours at a stretch, without dreaming. It suppresses the activity in the thallus that transmits dreams across the brain. But I can't sleep. Don't you get it? Trust me, Jerry. A good couple of nights sleep should help with this obsession you have with the dreams. I left the doctor's office with the prescription. He just didn't get it. Every time I go to sleep, I dream. And almost every time I dream, I die in my dreams. Logically, this should leave me dead in the real world, if that theory is to be believed. But no, I wake up. I wake up, and the world is just the slightest bit different. Nothing grand or specific at first. In fact, the first time I really noticed it was one day when I had fallen asleep on the subway coming home from work. As I walked in the house, I was greeted by my daughter Maddie. Nothing seemed off or odd. Hi, Daddy. Hi, sweetie. Hmm, something smells really good for dinner. It's Mama's Yankee Pot Roast. Fresh carrots straight from the garden. And that was the first clue. Garden? We have no garden. The land is at a premium, and as a teacher, I couldn't afford a house with a garden. So we just had the standard concrete around our house. After all, in 2074, arable land was at a premium and had to be cultivated with air-creating plants, such as large trees, such as aspens and oaks. Garden foods were just too low an oxygen producer to qualify for residential. Really? Well, that sounds wonderful. Why am I accepting that? I know that's not right. Where's mom, Maddie? <gasps> Daddy! You know that's not funny! What, sweetheart? Oh my god, that's right. Oh hell, my daughter's right. My wife died about six weeks ago from cancer. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't mean anything by it. It's just that you did such a great job duplicating mom's recipe that I forgot for a moment. Can you forgive me? Of course, Daddy. I sometimes forget, too. I'll come home from school and think, Mom will have made cookies today, only to arrive home and... Mom isn't here anymore. I know, sweetheart. Let me get cleaned up and we can eat, okay? And our top story tonight, President Hillary Clinton today said she will not seek a third term as President of the Republic. Quoting from the Charter of Reason, Mrs. Clinton stated that too many years in office makes one believe they deserve to be there rather than humbled to serve. Moving on to other news... It was then I started seeing a pattern in my dreams. I was dreaming that I died in almost every dream I could remember. And each time I woke up from one of these dreams, I was still alive. But something was just a bit off. At first, I did try the prescription Dr. Feldman gave me, and for a while it did help. I didn't seem to dream, or at least I didn't specifically remember any of them. If I did, then one night, 
I forgot. Come on, Dad. I'll be late for school. Okay, Maddie. I'll be right there. Jeez, it's only seven. You know I'm meeting Kieran this morning for tennis. Please, Dad. Okay, son. Give me five minutes, please. I'll make your travel mug of coffee. Thanks, Dad. Who was that? Maddie? Maddie is a girl and college-aged. That sounded like an early teen boy. I was beside myself with terror again. It seemed as though my reality had shifted once again. I splashed some water on my face and dressed and dashed down to meet my son. Here you go, Dad. Black and sweet, just like you like it. Can I drive? Not until you officially get your learner's permit, mister. How did I know that? Tell you what. When you're done with school, we'll go out to the driving range and we can practice that golf swing of yours. How's that sound? Sounds great, Dad, but did you forget Kieran is taking you out for dinner tonight? It's our one-year anniversary. My son has a boyfriend. And I'm okay with that. Intriguing. That's right. Did you get your suit out and brush it off? Dad, we're not that formal. Man, you are so old-fashioned sometimes, but I really do love you. And in our top story, Imperial Regent Donald Trump won his fifth consecutive election last night. He was heard stating that democracy can only work when you limit the choices of an easily manipulated electorate. I drove, automatically I might add, to work. I was stunned when I arrived at the psychiatrist's office. Taking the lift, I was politely ushered into his office while the doctor finished notes for another patient. Oh, good morning, doc. Well, I can report the pills you gave me to inhibit my dreaming have been working. Until last night. I forgot to take one last night, and now I have these bizarre memories of a woman president. That I have a grown daughter, not a teenage son. Just so weird. I'll say it's weird. Why am I taking this reality to be the real reality? Why am I not... I was mildly concerned about that, Jerry. This, of course, will require another short period of you off the job. Well, well, who are you? I beg your pardon? You know full well who I am, Jerry. You've been coming to me for the past year with a sleep disorder. You do know that I will have to report this to the ministry. After all, you're an enforcer. You know the rules about clear-headed behaviors. That night, I toyed with the idea not to take my prescription. This world seemed too dark and threatening for me. Had I progressed, or regressed as the case may be, to a point where I was actually looking at this effect as being normal? How could I? It's not like the universe is created like a Matryoshka doll, and every time I die, I open it up only to find yet another, similar, a different doll inside? I spent a quiet evening enjoying my favorite, really, wine with supper. While watching the television later that night, Maddie came in and found me in the lounge. How was your evening, son? Kieran proposed to me. Proposed? Wow. But don't you think two boys 15 years old are a little too young to get married? Marriage? Dad, I'm not going to marry Kieran. Well, at least not yet. He proposed that I have his baby. What? 
My son? Wants to become pregnant? What the hell kind of world is this? Please, Dad, may I please have the surgery so I can have Karen's baby? We've been practicing for weeks now. What? You and practicing? Don't you think it's a little early for- My mind was on complete DEFCON 4 overload. You want to become a girl so you can have his baby? Well, the surgery is only until I have the baby. Then I can become a boy again and make Kieran pregnant and we can get married and have two children, just like so many other boys do. Speaking of kids, why didn't you and Papa have a second child? And in health news, the Ministry of Population Control today announced new target figures. Within the next three years, they are hoping, what with new reversible gender reassignment surgical techniques and the indoctrination of more boys, to mate with the biological opposite sex rather than the normal same gender relationships, that birth rates will increase by a full 2%. I remembered as I lied down, all I could think of is that if I died, the next reality couldn't be as confusing as this. I was dead wrong. And as thou standest convicted of murdering your good new lady wife and children, thou shalt be sentenced to beheading, sentenced to be carried out immediately. And that's why I'm here, Dr. Feldman. In each of these dreams, you've been my doctor. All right, Mr. Gillis. Let me make certain that I have all the important facts. One, you seem to be dying repeatedly in your dreams without dying in real life. Two, when you awaken from these death dreams, you awaken to find yourself in what can only be considered an alternate universe, complete with alternate family members, jobs, and even myself. Ugh. I don't see where this would disqualify you. Everything should be fine. You can continue with the mission as planned. I'm glad, Doctor. I wouldn't want anything to keep us from delivering the next colonist to Mars on time. Mars? 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 So that's how I got here. Mission specialist and engineer on the Titan 9 mission. Ferry colonists out to Mars and back again. We've been in flight now for three months. We should be close to Mars by now. And I have to come outside to repair this damned navigation thruster assembly. Why didn't I just take those pills? Would it have been so bad to have a son who becomes a girl and then a boy again? Would it be so bad to have a husband rather than a widower of a dead wife? And it certainly would have been better than being beheaded for being a murderer. God, I'm so tired. Oh God! 
Where's the ship? I couldn't have fallen asleep. Could I? Oh God! Please don't let this be my last dream! 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 So, do you think that Jerry was having these dreams by some sort of cosmic plan? Or was he just the victim? All I know is that if Jerry's situation was real, you might want to look under the pillows tonight for your dream inhibitor pills. For all of us at the new Night Terrors. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to a special World Audio Drama Day production of the new Night Terrors. To sleep, perchance to dream. Written and directed by Mark Brzee. Featured in the cast were Mark Bond as Jerry Gillis, David Nagel as Dr. Feldman 1, MJ Cogburn as Dr. Feldman 2, Victoria Fonsky as Maddie, the girl, Cam Trumbull as Maddie, the boy, Dave Morgan as the voice of Mission Control, Pete Lutz as the radio announcer, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the female jurist, and I'm your announcer, Mark Brzee. Other roles were played by the cast. This episode was directed and post-produced by Mark Brzee. Music and sound effects courtesy of freesfx.co.uk. Count Your Blessings by Pentatonix was used without permission. The executive producer of Night Terrors is Mark Brzee. The executive producer for Darker Projects is M.J. Cogburn. This is Ben on Darker Projects Production. Follow us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com. Thank you for listening.